Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning once again to this, your podcast, The Wild Marriage, where we give you biblical principles and life experience to make your marriage a wild marriage. Amen. You know, that's <laughs> uh, that's awesome because, you know, it's really what it is and it's what we do. I mean, these biblical principles, life changing experiences is what has brought us to where we are today. Amen. And it gives it gives us, you know, the ability to share with you, to be open with you. And to let you know that, hey, you know, God is still doing the work on us. And if he can fix us, you know, he can fix he can anybody, definitely <laughs> fix anybody. Amen. Amen. So today we're going to get right into it. Oh, do you have something else to say, Mama? Oh, baby. Thank you. No, I was, uh, what we express in this podcast is because we leave it for ourselves. Exactly, we apply yes. it mm-hmm. any works. Mm-hmm. We, we're not saying anything that we, we haven't done for ourselves. And right. we know the word of God worked if you were to work. Right. And, you know, I mean, just, just think about it. You know, these are experiences. So all these podcasts that we put out, you guys can say, man, these guys got some issues. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yes, we did. We, but we had grown. No, yeah. Yes. We had grown. We now, grown. you know, I, I see growing as a baby, the argument that used to take us two and three months to solve. Now we solve it in a week. And the argument that used to take weeks, it now take a few hours. A few minutes, and we're like, you know what, what, what are we doing here? Yeah, exactly. You know, God. Like, I mean, we don't even really argue that much about mm. a lot of stuff because, no. you know, it's senseless. It's time consuming. It's overwhelming. It's Hallelujah. Overwhelming. We ain't yes. got time for that. <laughs> you know, so we're, we're, we're going to get right into it yeah. and talk about, you know, um, the wrong kind of love. Can somebody love so, wrong? Yeah. Can somebody love wrong? <laughs> Absolutely. You can love wrong. And, you know. The Bible tells us exactly how to love. But before we get into that, I just want to give you a couple of short, quick definitions, you know, of what the um, the dictionary says, you know, love is. It says love is an intense feeling of deep affection. So when I read that, I'm like, well, so, you know, what is, you know, infatuation? You know, is it, you know, an intense feeling of deep um attachment or is it un, is, is an unreasoning or a foolish attachment? And that's exactly what it is. You know, infatuation in Webster's Dictionary is an unreasoning, uh, foolish attachment. So how can it be unreasoning, you know, when it absolutely makes no sense, mm-hmm. you know, to use that word in the context of something that you can express an affection for, you know, I love my car. So you put your peaks, wife yeah. in, the cane, in the same category, you know, you know, with an inanimate object. You know, I love my car. I love pizza. I love this. I love that. No, I love God. You know, the same way I love my dog. I mean, no, come on now. That's that's not the right. Well, we use love. words in this time and age. Words I use very lightly. Yes. I, I don't want to try to be too religious here, but the word of God said, for example, in the book of Isaiah, you should refer God only as holy. Now we say yes. holy cow, holy, holy this. Uh, yeah. That 
Ooh, I like, no, that word I use in form of adoration to my God. I don't use word lightly. And it so happened to be in America, we use love so lightly right. for everything. Mm-hmm. For something mm-hmm. it should be a like, we say we love mm-hmm. that. No, we don't. We like mm-hmm. it a lot, right. but you don't love it. Right. You and can live without it. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, and that's why, you know, it's so, it's so casual nowadays. You know, and people can just throw, they throw their relationships away just like they throw that word around. Mm-hmm, exactly. So what we want to do here is just just give you a few a little um, insights and, and some um, information here about, you know, how to, you know, make sure that you don't love wrongly. You know, first of all, I want to give you the definition, you know, in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, you know, I'm going to read it here to you. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and keeps no record of being wrong. Mm. It does not rejoice in injustice or rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never fails. You know, it's always hopeful and it endures through every circumstance. So when we're talking about love, when we, when I say I love my wife. When I say I love you, thank you. I love, I you, love you in spite of every <laughs> wrong thing you could do to me, you know, <laughs> because I have to make a choice to do that. You know, love is a choice that we have to make every day. I could wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? I choose not to love anymore, you know, and that's what I do, you know, but is it right? No, it's not right. I wake up every day and say, I choose to love my wife, even in the midst of an argument, even Mm -hmm. with anything going on, because the Bible tells me that I should do so. And it shouldn't, I should not be irritated. I should not keep account of wrong. I don't want to chalk everything up, you know, and keep scores. So that way Mm -hmm. I can say, well, you know, I don't love you as much because of what you did or what you said or how many times you said it or did it. I believe it's a lot of times people attach the word love with feeling. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and and our feelings are supposed to enhance the way we treat each other, but it's not supposed to direct us how we right. treat each mm-hmm. other. Because mm-hmm. there will be times when I do not feel love, mm-hmm. but there will be times they do. But that feeling doesn't dictate you whether I love you, you, honor love you, respect you or not. You exactly. or not. Mm-hmm. And in and, and today's society, we live with so much emotional and feeling like political correctness, make sure I say the right thing, and all these other stuff which are somehow okay but when it comes to direct your heart we are in charge exactly we choose we how have we to gonna choose love. how to love and what to love and when to love in spite of everything mm-hmm. you know and that's why you know i really really like the way this scripture you know points it out because it tells me exactly what to do it tells me what i'm not supposed to do and it directs me in the way of truth that way I can focus on that every day. And how to you know, express this how, love. How to express it, yes. You and know. what is not. Amen. Exactly. Um, you know. I'm sorry. But, I'm sorry. I have, I have, we have experienced so many a time we talk to couples. And because emotion is so tied up to the relationship, the love that they feel, it becomes so unbalanced that there have been times when the couple go against their conviction and the word of oh. God just yes. to please this mm-hmm. man or that woman, and you're really building an idol. 
right. inside your heart. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why marriage is not working for you and why you're getting hurt all the time and, and why it affects you so much what the other person do or do not do instead of being completely in Christ first right. and then allow God to use my husband to express love to me. But right. whether you express love to me or not, it don't get me incomplete or out of balance. Right. And, you know, I mean, that unbalance, what you're talking about, let's say if if you fall into sin because of the love for your husband or wife, you know, let's say, you know, you're struggling with some issues, but one of you, you know, decides to, hey, let's go to the club and let's introduce something else into this marriage, into our intimacy, because, you know, that love, you know, is wrong. You accept that because you want so much to love this person and you think that's going to fix all of your issues Mm. when actually it doesn't. It compounds your issues and makes it worse for you to overcome that because there are second and third orders of effect that deal with that because of the damage brought in, because there's going to be memories in there. There's Mm -hmm. going to be things that you think about. There's going to be issues that come from that and a desire to want to go out and do it again by either one or the other. And then at some point, one person may want to stop doing it, you know, but then, you know, is an issue because the other person wants to keep doing it. So exactly. that's the unbalance. Exactly. At the end of the day, you know, for for our marriage, we draw lines. Mm-hmm. And this is clearly. something. Clearly. clearly. This, this is the line that I would not draw. Let's say, for example, um, there are times when the spouse is serve God and the other one doesn't. I say, okay. Well, you, I'm not going to tell you what to do because whatever you do for the Lord, you have to do it for your, with your heart. Right. I'm not going to make you go to church, mm-hmm. but I'm going to draw a line. You're not going to tell me not to, you're go, not to, me not to go to or church. Or you're not going to tell me not to tie. Or you're not going to tell me not to serve. But there's a balance on the serving part, of course. We all know that they, there are times when the spouse gets yes. and they spend too much time in the church and um, mm-hmm. not taking care of the family. We know that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, every marriage should have some lines that you will not allow your spouse to cross those lines, even though you love him, even though you um you honor and respect and say, okay, we have to be mature enough to be okay with our spouse saying, that, I don't care how much I love you, I will not do that. That reminds mm-hmm. me, remember what you used to say, like, I'm not going to hell for nobody. Yes, I'm not. <laughs> remember, no, you, yeah, tell I, us, I, tell them what happened. See, you know, I mean, the, you know, there was some some issues going on, and, you know, I'm telling, you know, Marissa, I'm not going to do that. You know, because it's compromising and I'm not going to hell for anybody. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter how much I love you. You know, yes, you know, you know, I want to be with you and, <laughs> you know, I I love you and, you know, I'll do anything for you. But, hey, yeah, but I won't do that. You know, exactly. hey, it's uh, like they said, you know, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. Hey, I knew you, you were going to say that. I'm going to be right because I'm not going to hell for anybody. <laughs> well, you know? you know, we were just talking about you wasn't going to say that if loving you was wrong. And you said it anyways, babe. Well, you know, you know how I am. <laughs> you you know, joker. but see, that's, that's what we're talking about things. And, you know, um, sometimes you get into that, you know, compromising situation mm-hmm. and it just builds resentment. Yeah, you know, but that's loving you, wrong, unbalanced. Wrong. Yeah, you get to the point. It's like you know, everything that he or she says or does just irritates you to know. Oh well, you know that what what I have seen, you know, for our marriage, I used to be a very sensitive woman. 
Mm-hmm. I, everything would make me cry because I was. Uh, and I would get mad because she's crying. And what are you crying for? <laughs> well, I had issues, okay? I was, you know, I blame like, well, I was molested when I was a child. I was abused when I was a child. And all this other stuff until I realized I got him in the wrong spot of my heart. The only one should rule in my heart that type of way should be my Jesus Christ. He's the only one who died for me. Until I realized I was loving on balance. I start seeing Chris changing because I was not that needy person anymore. Like, oh, I can't talk to her a certain way. I mean, we sometimes we're human. Sometimes we use the wrong tone of voice. But I'm not going to take that to my heart. Yes, between him and God. If you don't want to treat me right, he's missing on his blessing. I'm going forward with God. And until I realized that, then the Holy Spirit was able to work with him and say, hey, Mm-hmm. You're not talking right to your wife. You need to go yeah. repent. But I wasn't as, I don't need his repentance to go on in life because I, I learned how to love. To go in life. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. I learned to love in a balanced way. I wasn't loving as with idol. You know, a lot of say, people say, well, I don't idolize my husband. Well, when everything he say and do affect you and is bothering you, then you love him wrong. Right. Don't mm-hmm. allow the enemy of darkness to use your spouse to make you feel smaller than what he already make you feel. Your God Almighty is the one who died for you in the cross. Mm-hmm. If he, your husband wants to come aboard, praise God. Right. But if he doesn't, praise, praise God. God. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the same thing, because, you know, when each, when your relationship is right with God, you know, you know, you have to, you know, choose to live life for God. You know, the old, you know, worldly saying, you know, is a, uh, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Mm-mm, Not in like my that. house, because if mama ain't happy, I don't care. I'm still going to be happy. Exactly. You know? Especially the word of God tells us we do everything within our power to be at peace. Mm-hmm. You know, if you did, let's say, for example, if I'm not, if you're not happy, if I did something wrong, I, baby, I'm sorry. But if you choose to continue to be bitter or whatever, I'm okay. Yeah. That yeah. Or, or you're okay. <clears throat> if I'm upset and angry. That should not keep you from walking in peace mm-hmm. and joy. I'm not your joy. Right. And oftentimes in marriages, you know, especially, and there are many, many marriages out there, but especially in our marriage in the past and in marriages that we deal with, you know, that was a big issue. You mm-hmm. know, everyone had their joy and their peace and their comfort and satisfaction based on what the other person said or did. Mm-hmm. So, well, he makes me upset. Why? Because he said this or he said that. And, you know, well, whenever, you know, he says these things, he does this, and it just makes me mad. Well, why does it make you mad? Have you spoke with him with him or her about it? Yes, but they won't change. And then you have to flip it and say, well, why aren't you changing? You know, because I don't want to. Well, why don't you want to? And it's like some of these things sound silly, but I mean, you all out there know what we're talking about mm-hmm. because you deal with these things. Mm-hmm. And what you have to do is get your relationship right with God. Mm-hmm. Get your intimacy, get your connection, get your spiritual right with God, each of you, you focus on the vertical and God will definitely fix the horizontal. That's key because no one should have to live their life and with their uh, disappointments and their satisfaction and their joy based on what someone else says or does. Because when you allow that to happen, you're allowing that person to be in control of your life. Like my pastor says, nobody's going to live in my mind rent free. You know? Amen to that. So, you know, when you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, well, hey, you better get back in the bed and wake up on the right side, <laughs> you know? 
So the, it's the, all it's, excuses. It's, it's, it's make no sense. We make you excuses, know? you and know. Yeah, let me say this one more thing. And then speaking of excuse, I heard this just the other day. You know, it's, it's a little bit off topic, but it just came. <laughs> to my, you know, um, a gentleman. I heard a gentleman say um, there was some issues going on, and he said, "Well, I don't want to act that way, but that's how I am." And I was thinking, I'm like, dude, really? If you don't want to act that way, why don't you change? But because that's how he is, he's choosing mm -hmm. to continue to walk in that path. He's choosing to continue to think and say these things, even though he says he didn't want to, but that's just how he is. Why? Because he was raised that way. You know, that's what dad taught him. That's what granddad taught him. And he's refusing to get out of it. And it was affecting his relationships. It was affecting the people around him. You know, he was pushing away. They were pushing away. And, you know, I didn't have the opportunity to go um, say anything to him about it. I, I, uh, I knew the person, but I didn't get the opportunity to go uh, say anything about it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was just a bad situation when I was sat there and I had to listen to what he was saying and how he was saying it. And it really was like, you know, no love at all. And I'm thinking, well, if that's how you are, I can just imagine how you are at home with your wife mm -hmm. and the reason why things don't work and the reason why you're constantly dealing with issues because you are loving wrong. You know you're loving wrong, but you just can't change mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. you refuse to change. Or, or you don't think you have the faith to do it. And it all boils down, just like you say, your relationship with God. But you have to allow yourself. At first, that's a good thing. You don't like it. Now change your words. Exactly. Because Renew your our, mind. Our, exactly. Our own words tangles up because yes. we think that they, just because you are a certain way, you can never change. Right. And that's not... Mm -hmm. Us as a believer, we are people of faith. We believe right. they're in the impossible. And one of the things that are almost seem impossible to happen is be able to change your character. Mm -hmm. But the God that we serve, yes, He is Almighty. He's able. Yes. But who are you doing it for? You know, is the point because mm -hmm. I'm not changing, so you can change. I'm changing because God wants me to change. Amen. You know, Amen. one of the things that this scripture say in First Corinthians 13 was talking about does not rejoice on unjust. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm meditating on that. I'm like, well, how do that apply to my marriage? That doesn't enough. I don't rejoice on something bad happened to my husband. And the Holy Spirit say, when you wow. try to punish him, mm -hmm. when you try to give him the silent treatment, you are rejoicing because he's suffering. Right. So you're doing mm -hmm. the work that of the Holy Spirit. And he's, either he does it or you do. Mm hmm and when you do it, you'll be manipulative. I mean, remember Jezebel? <laughs> oh, <laughs> You yeah. know what I say? A mm -hmm. lot of times we fell into this trap like that. Is, I'm walking in love because mm -hmm. I cook him dinner and I treat him so nice. But deep inside, we should check our heart when we try to punish them. Right. Maybe mm -hmm. punish him with sex. I'm not giving you any You're sex because I'm... And then, you know, if he happens to step out on you, then you're wondering why it happened because you closed the doors, you know? Well, what? I, but that, that's no excuse. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no excuse exactly. to do that. Exactly. These are some of the issues. These are some of the reasons yeah. and justifications that folks have presented to us when they're struggling in these situations. You know, and, you know, one thing I say, um, you know, stay within your covenant. Mm -hmm. You know, when the issues of life really, really get bad and you're struggling, mm -hmm. You know, stay within the covenant. Amen. Okay. Don't step outside. Don't do things that, you know, your wife or your husband doesn't like or doesn't want because it brings resentment in your relationship. You have to make sure that you're not loving wrong. 
when you step out of the covenant, you know, you're loving wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, why are you doing this? Because I want to, but your wife doesn't want you to. You know, you're stepping of, out of the covenant. One of the things when you say step out of the covenant, I, I remember when it comes to love, you have to allow the love flow through you, not only the love of a man to a woman, but the love of the Holy Spirit. Yes. The love of God. A lot of times we say, well, we are loving, but are you loving according to the scripture? Are you loving according love, suffer, you know, don't want to do any wrong to anybody. Mm -hmm. And love never fails. Love never a fails, lot of times yes. I hear, you know, sometimes we women can be kind of dramatic. We say stuff like, but I think my problem is that I love him just too much. No, you don't. Mm -mm. You idolize him probably, you're but not you're not lo loving you're not, too much. You're not because God. love, the yes. love kind of, the love according to God's word, mm -hmm. the love of God Never fails. never fails. The Bible tells us in that same scripture at the end of, uh, in chapter 11, love never fails. Mm -hmm. You're not loving according to scripture. You are loving according mm -hmm. to flesh. The flesh. So we all have to, <clears throat> and, and those things, the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. has to show you. Where are you mistaken? Right. Where are you not loving properly according to the word of God? Exactly. And some of these things, you know, that we can give you a couple of uh, hints here. Some of these things that you can stop doing mm -hmm. is, you know, stop bringing up the past. Okay. You know, don't always think you're right. Mm -hmm. And even if you're right, you know, have a little bit of humility mm -hmm. and, you know, you know, you don't always have to point out all the mistakes that they make. I love you that know, part. And mm -hmm. don't give up on love. Don't grow weary in, in your well-doing, you know, because in due time you will reap if you do not give up. Exactly. You know, you, you say earlier about, uh, retrieve sex from somebody now the other person is cheating and that's not an excuse I look at it like this when, when we used to argue a lot and I felt like I didn't need to apologize because you do this, this and this and that and those to me, those sin was greater than the one I was mistaken mm -hmm. and the Lord explained this to me and it really worked really good about working, walking in humility and humbleness he told me, let's say you did Nine things wrong, and I did one wrong. So you did nine things, and I did one. I have to take responsibility for that one thing. But instead, mm -hmm. in the heat of the moment, we say, yeah, I didn't wash your clothes like you asked me because I just didn't feel like it. But look at you, do this, this, and this, and that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So where is the growth in me as an individual? Well, the growth comes when I admit my part. Mm -hmm. I'm not balanced. Well, you did all this. That's between you and God. If you, right. I mean, if you don't feel bad about it, there's nothing there's I nothing can, do. can do. About it, about That's it. only the work of the Holy Spirit. But I will tell you what, I will take responsibility for that one thing that I did mm -hmm. wrong and I will fix right. it. And I will repent, mm -hmm. not only to God, to you, and I'm going to work on that because I want to grow as an individual. Right. And, and that's the thing. That's the thing. And that's leading down to the, uh, the last point where I want to say it was like, in all of this, mm -hmm. you know, somebody in the relationship has to be the adult. Amen to you that, brother. You can't run around acting like children because I did, because she doing, or he said, and I will when she will. No, <laughs> you know, somebody be an adult. You know, being an adult is you're not always doing what you want to do. Amen. You're always doing what's right. Exactly. So in doing what's right, love your wife, you know, the way that you want to be loved. 
love, well, love her according to her love language. That's another, you know, um, story right there. But you have to love your wife the way she wants to be loved, not the way that you want to love her. So I can't do things for Maria that I want to do. I have to do things that she wants to do. And if it's not something that I want to do, I can't get mad because I have to love her. I chose her. I accepted her and I can't change her. And we're not supposed to change. We're supposed to adapt in this marriage. We're supposed to overcome. We're supposed to love. And we're supposed to accomplish this life Bro. together. And in doing so, we can accomplish everything. We can get past every obstacle. Mm -hmm. We can get past every hurdle if we choose daily mm -hmm. to love correctly. And having said that, we want to thank you again, mm -hmm. you know, for joining us with this podcast. You know, shoot us an email, you know, at thewildmarriage.com. Look us up on any of the social media uh, platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Check out our podcast. Spread the word, you know, spread the word, spread the word, because, you know, we're here to help. And, you know, you have something else, shoot us a question. It very well may spark a topic in the next podcast. Until the next time, we love you. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.